Michael Jackson and Billie Jean. I say that's one of my favorite songs um, when it comes to Michael Jackson. He had such a great um, many hits, but that was definitely one that I enjoyed. Makes me feel old or young. I don't know. It, it makes me think back of my young days, and that makes me feel old. <laughs> In studio, I've got Mahal Tazwane, who is a relationship coach. We're going to be talking Frank Talk. So if you do have kids um, in the area, rather ask them to go and watch some TV, listen to something else. Maybe bedtime. Bedtime is also a good time. It's already 21 minutes after 8. Um, talking about technology when it comes to relationships, everything from sexting to basically dating online, all those wonderful things and how it affects your relationship. Mahalta, thank you very much for taking the time to come in. Really appreciate it. Nice to see you. It's always a pleasure to be here and thank you very much for always finding space to invite me to come and share um, what I see, what I've experienced. You know, um, yeah, it's always such a blessing. So thank you. It's a great pleasure. And of course, you experience this on a day-to-day basis because relationship coaching is your bread and butter. Yes, that's how I put bread on the table. So (laughs) this is what I do. So you have the opportunity to get some free advice here tonight. Use that opportunity. Give us a call. 0891-104-207. That's 0891-104-207. SMS us on 40938. SMSs are charged at 150. Also hit us up on Twitter at SAFM Radio. I'm at Lizzie underscore Khan. Let's get right into it, Mahasa. Let's start off broadly speaking. Yes. When we look at technology, Technology, and we look at even 10 years ago, mm-hmm. it does seem like technology has had so much more impact when it comes to relationships, True. Um, more so probably than a lot of things over the last decade. Mm-hmm. I think it, it has um, good and bad because remember there was a time when something like um, WhatsApp was not there. Mm-hmm. Um, today there's WhatsApp and it's cheaper and easier to get in touch yes, um, with your loved ones. Um, and you can do that despite where they are in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and that's a good thing. But the thing is, what happens to technology when it's in the hands of somebody that is not well-developed? Okay. And um, by well-developed, what particularly do you mean by that? Um, remember, the minute you get into a relationship, you are making a silent um, a declaration that... Um, you are emotionally well developed and as a result you are stepping into a space where you are willing to share yourself with somebody else well that's that's the ideal world um that's the that's the reason why i'm saying that's a silent declaration that you are making <laughs> some people it's very silent it doesn't happen at all yeah but but that's what you need to realize that you are walking into that space where you have to share yourself with somebody else yes. um and and therefore you must have shared yourself with yourself True. so imagine you have to do it with somebody else and you haven't done it with yourself then that becomes um disastrous yes so technology on its own um really depends on the hands um, of the user. Of the user. Yeah. Um, you can use it for bad um, and you can use it for good. I mean, you mentioned something earlier on, um, the issue of sexting. Yes. Um, people end up being in a lot of trouble in humiliating circumstances yeah. because um, uh, they took pictures of themselves. At that point, um, it looked like a beautiful act. Right. In yes. that in that, in that moment, mo- in that moment yes. it looked like a beautiful act. But when things go sour, then people start using that so-called beautiful moment um, 
for their own selfish gain to spite the other person. So you look at it and you say, is it is it all worth it at all? Because now <laughs> we've taken something. For me, for instance, um, intimacy and sex are some are things. It's, it's something that is very intimate. Yes. Um, I'm not sure I would be willing to share it with the camera. What if you're talking about long distance relationships? Long distance relationships are are a challenge in the sense that much as a lot of people are in them, these are things we choose. We are not necessarily that much of victims as we would want to mm-hmm. believe. Um, because some people deliberately choose long-distance relationships because they work for them. Yes. We don't have to be in each other's faces mm-hmm. all the time. Therefore, I prefer you there and I'm okay with being here and we'll, we'll just wing it you know from time to time and what people don't realize is then the other person start developing relationships with other people that are in close proximity, proximity. with them and and, and 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 that adds to the dynamic of i mean relationships are difficult even when you are staying with this person on a day-to-day basis day-to-day basis and even when you love them so imagine if you are now hiding behind technology um I was just saying something to the gentleman um, in the holding room earlier on that. You know, the phone, for instance, is so small, mm-hmm. yet we find a way of hiding behind it. Well, it's distance. We create the, we create dis- the distance. Yes. We create the distance even when we are sitting next to each other. The other time we left, we were going to church and this family, everybody else except the driver was on their phone and they had um, earphones in. Earphones on and we were like this is the kind of world we are living in these people are having conversations and relationships with everybody else that is not where they are but to the people that are close to them so is technology always a bad thing just looking at sexting it's very interesting because it, it's, it seems to become you know it's almost par for the course at the moment because if you look at um, just statistics, 75% of young adults claim to have engaged in sexting at one point, at or, one the point or the other. True. So it does seem like it's something that when you look at youngsters today, it's almost part of the dating ritual. True. I think um, it, it's that thing as well where somebody puts you in a corner and wants you to prove that you trust them. Mm-hmm. And the minute somebody wants you to prove that you trust them by by making you that vulnerable, you know they are not to be trusted. The thing about it, though, uh, which is very interesting, is when they did this particular study, they found that people are more, especially females, are more mm-hmm. likely to participate in sexting or you know any of that sort of intimate relationship on, with technology mm-hmm. um, when they are in a committed relationship with the other person mm-hmm. with men it was found that you know they are a little bit more laissez-faire about it but it was still 50 percent who would rather have participated at, you know in a committed relationship because of the trust element of it does that strengthen the relationship or does that actually do more harm to the relationship um with all the results that we have seen how can we even go to a place where we say it strengthened relationships mm-hmm. we haven't we haven't seen it strengthen any relationship because you see some of the reasons that we give are the reason that we convince ourselves of as opposed to the real thing that actually happens if you look at um 
what has recently happened, for instance, in the media where people are posting um, a video of somebody else um, having watched something else, it, 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 you, you, you look at it and you're like, um, how did we get to where we are at? Like I said earlier on, where we take something this intimate, this private. I mean, if sex was not private, we would be allowed to do it in public everywhere. There would not even be districts for it in other parts of the world. Do you think, though, that part of the reason why sex is seen as as such a taboo is because people have such a need to keep it private? Um, you know, because in, in a lot of times you are most are vulnerable. Guilty. No, no, no. I, I think let's 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 not um, be all over the place. Mm-hmm. During sexual intercourse, you are in a most vulnerable, vulnerable of spaces. Mm-hmm. You don't want the public to see you that way. True. Yes. You really don't. Whether you are a man or a woman. So can we? From from just that point of view, from our own experiences, um, can we really say then sex is a taboo? That, that it, It's not a taboo. It's something that is sacred. A lot of people... And should be treated that way. I, I, I totally agree with you. And that's the reason why a lot of people don't even recover. We, we've had stories of young people that have killed themselves yes. after the, 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 their sex tapes were, went viral. And some and the people fun- who became stars after their sex tapes went viral, there's that too. Yeah. I just quickly want to move on to, to, to yes. something else. Looking at online dating, because that is, you know, kind of, it, it's, it's another element of technology. A lot of mm-hmm. people go onto online dating sites looking for love. Yes. Um, would you- and some do find yes. the love. Yes. Yes. Some do find the love that they are looking for. I mean, I'm, I'm old school, but I've been thinking to myself, you know, the whole thing of online dating could work for certain people. Yes. And not, I mean, there's no one size fits, fits all, all. Yeah. Um, in, in, in this world. It's, 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 it's something that we created, but it never really works for, for, for all the people. So it is important for you to know exactly what is it that you are looking for. But people do find a lot of perverts as well, because it's very easy for you to sell who you are not mm. online as opposed to, that's the reason why People find it easier to talk to people that are not here as opposed to people that are here because they're like, I really don't want anyone to know me that way. And that's why there's a lot of scamming when it comes to online dating. So you've got exactly. to be very wary and very vigilant if it is something that you're interested in, in basically exploring. Exactly. So you need to um, you need to go through a lot for you to be able to settle in because sometimes um, your gut feel does throw you off depending on how much noise there is inside of you, you know, at that particular time. And some people and some of these things end up being extremely addictive. So you 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 need to watch yourself and understand the kind of person that you are and if this is something that works for you or doesn't work for you. So I will not sit here and say, I mean it's 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 the twenty first century. I would not sit here and say online dating it's a no-no. It's a no-no. Yeah. I, would, I, would, I wouldn't say that. But I do know that um, you, you really need to um, do your own due diligence and, 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 and find out how if, if you have people that you interact with at a physical level and you failed in that space and you're moving into the cyberspace, um, yeah, what's, what's, what's wrong? 
Is it failed? Because a lot of times people just have, have, you know, I mean, I know a lot of people who say, where do you even meet people these days? Mm -hmm. Because it's so difficult to go out because people are so stuck on technology, so much in their own space that going out to meet people has suddenly become so much more difficult. Exactly. In this I day think, and age. I think we, 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 we do not want to bring the human element into every development that we go through in life. Mm-hmm. We leave that out and we get stuck along the way. Um, technology is great, but it's not a god. And we, we, we've now made it to be something that is a god, something that controls every part of our lives. Um, you know, and, and that's problematic. Talking about it controlling every part of our life, there's a, a, a SMS that has come through. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll speak to that in a second. I do see the SMS. I just want to finish looking at technology and then we'll move on to that space because it's a different question altogether. Yes, okay. Um, but talking about social media and how, you know, that is actually something that rules every part of our lives. Yeah. You know, you've got Facebook saying, what is your relationship status? Yeah. Single. Now, you now you're under pressure. Yes. And that's complicated. Yes, it's complicated. Does that help? Because it, I think that a lot of people have a, a, a social media relationship and a yeah. real life relationship and it's not always the same thing. No, it's not always the same thing. I mean, one of the things that... Um, People would normally say, it's, hey, other people, when you meet them in real life and you look at their profile pictures, um, you you don't see the, <laughs> the, 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 the similarities. similarities that, between yes, them. because um, somebody went out of their way to portray them, to portray, oh, what happened to my tongue? To portray themselves as um, this person who's always glamorous. I mm-hmm. mean, there are times you wake up and you don't feel like, you know, being together, you just want to be yourself. And I think it's very important for us to bring that element into Facebook as well. Yes. Um, to say, guys, this is who I am. There are days I wake up like this and there are days I am on top of the world. And that makes up all of who I am. In that way, people become, they are attracted to you because um, they find you to be very genuine and they can relate. But most of the people they live I've seen people post things for instance on Facebook and I'm like this person looks like or sounds like somebody who is crying for attention Mm -hmm. and they will say just about anything and everything to attract likes to attract comments and for me when I'm looking at that I feel like they're losing a part of themselves um, in bits and pieces because um, they are crying out for attention remember one of the things that I've seen, loneliness has grown. Oh, definitely. People are lonely, yet they have people in their lives. You've got a wife who's very lonely, but he's almost always with the husband. Mm-hmm. But very lonely and lost. Um, but they are almost always posting. They are at parties, they are at restaurants, but they are lonely. I mean, if we are out at a restaurant for crying out loud. Why are you posting? Why are you taking pictures of the food and posting them and telling the whole wild world what, what you're you going to be eating and where you are at with a person that you're supposed to be intimate? Why are you not lost in that moment if truly you are enjoying this person's company, company. and this person's company alone at that particular time? So we, 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 we are in a space where we are living for the world and never for ourselves. We... We, we never post um, old um, happenings, old events. Um, Unless it's Throwback Thursday. 
Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we never do. I, whatever it is that I was doing today in that very moment, I feel that it's important for me. But it's because I'm truly lonely. And the person that I'm with, I'm really not genuinely enjoying. I need assistance all the time. I need company all the time. Even when I'm with a person that I'm supposed to just drop everything, you know, switch off the phone, um, set it aside and just look into this person's eyes and be able to say, oh, oh I love your teeth. I see them. <laughs> you know, that type of thing. But we, we never really see people. I could have an interview with you today, but you might not recognize me tomorrow at a mall. Because you really never saw me. I'm very bad at that, though. So don't hold that one against me. <laughs> Just looking um, at, at this um, SMS that has come through. Um, it, it is slightly off the topic about yes. technology. But mm-hmm. I think that, you know, if, if somebody has taken the time to send in the SMS, it's probably something that's, that is on their minds. Mm-hmm. So the question is, is it wrong to masturbate while married? That's the question. Yeah. Is there a right okay. or a wrong? Let's start there. Um. I'll tell you about my own experiences where masturbating is consent um, so that when they judge me, they judge me for who you are, for who I am. I found there was a time I was addicted to Mm -hmm. it. And most people that I've spoken to, they find masturbation addictive. And the other thing that I when when I was doing my research, most of them hate the feeling after the part. Interesting. So. Yes, yeah, that, that, that the guilt that, that comes with it. They're like, mm, this is not um, as, as, as fulfilling as it promised me it will be when the edge was on the edge. Mm-hmm. You know, when the edge really wanted me to get engaged with this. So from that point of view, I don't want to do anything that leaves a, 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 an aftertaste yes. that I do not like. Mm-hmm. So from that point of view, make your decision. So look, look at how you feel afterwards and then yes. make the decision after that. And, and, if there, and if there is no guilt, if you if you feel, you know, this is something but, that but, I need, you carry on with your life. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that my husband normally says. He says, you know, there's no vagina that can um, compete with um, the, the, the stiffness a person's hand, a man's hand can put around a penis. Yes. So you are now creating a... And even a man's penis cannot compete with the intensity a finger can put on a woman's vagina. So from that point of view, you are now creating an expectation. An unrealistic expectation. An unrealistic expectation. And as a result, sometimes when you have to now be in, in um, to, to, you know, to consummate with your partner. An individual, yes. Yes, your partner, it's not the same. So they keep competing with something that they will never beat. So why put your partner into that? And 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 I'm good. It's been many years. I don't know how many years. I, 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 I'm <laughs> you beat the bug. I I beat the bug. You know. And 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 these are the things that I teach from the, f- to the people that are from the same school of thought mm-hmm. as I do. If it's addictive, if it makes you want to do it in the public toilet, really, now it's controlling your life. It is deciding when you can have it and how you can have it. Yeah. And 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 it's not worth it. You 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 can't be controlled by something else. You have to be in control. control. Of your own life, and you know, so I want to have sex with my husband in a public toilet. Interesting. We will we'll get back I'm, to that I'm, particular. I'm, one. I'm just saying. You caught me totally off guard on yes. that. Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, thank you very much for that SMS. I think that maybe just to round it off, Mahasa, just to, yes. talking about technology, and I think that you know, just to give parting shots. Yes. Just 
as a relationship expert and relationship coach, um, dealing with people who are going through divorces, people who are basically trying to rebuild relationships. Yes. What are some do's and don'ts that you would give couples advice on? Okay, here's the thing. Imagine yourself walking into a room and you find your partner smiling when you are at loggerheads at that particular time. Mm -hmm. The first question that comes is, who Who are you smiling with? Who is putting a smile on On your your face face. when I currently am struggling to do exactly the same and I'd love to be able to? Mm -hmm. So that makes creates competition in your partner. And now they are competing with something they don't know. For for all I know, you could be talking to your mom and they could be sharing a very old family joke, Mm -hmm. but already I've, I've... I've jumped to conclusions. So that's one of the things that technology does. So I think it's important for us to put boundaries, boundaries. and say at a certain time, our kids scream, scream at us. I've, I've seen my son scream at me, mommy, mommy. And, 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 and you know, the voice um, goes up and up and up simply because when they said mommy the first time decently, I was too caught up on my phone. Yeah. So, so I think we all owe it to ourselves to say technology is good, but there are boundaries. Um, let's let's set it aside for the right time and learn to be present, and learn to be intimate because it's okay to be intimate. It's tough in the beginning, but once you've you've gotten the hang of it, of of seeing the people that you are with, looking into their eyes, enjoying their presence, um, some of the things you would automatically get home and say. Phones off. Can we see each other? We'll go back. I mean, things like games. Mm-hmm. They are entertaining, but you can find yourself extremely, um, what's, what's the English word? Um, not productive at all. Because yeah. I have found that on days that I'm extremely busy, I really don't have time for Facebook. No. I really don't not. have time for WhatsApp. I go to WhatsApps to see if the messages that I was waiting for that are really critical are there. That they came through. So so, mm. so we really need to go back to being human beings. We are not robots. Mahalta, I think we'll leave it on that because that's some great advice. That's Mahalta Azwane, who is a relationship coach. If people want to get hold of you, what's the best way to do that? The best way to do that is info. Send us an email, info at um, thezwanis.com. Or send us a WhatsApp if you want to book um, any of our services, counseling services, um, 84 872 That's that. And we are both on Facebook, my husband and I, Mahauta Zwani and Tlantla Zwani. And you can follow us, um, the Zwanis, um, everywhere, Twitter, Facebook and um, the other one. Just Instagram. don't expect inst- don't don't expect instant gratification. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's not the masturbating situation. <laughs> Thank you. It's very, processes. It's processes. Thank yes. you very much, Mahal. I really you. appreciate it. We're going to be talking about uh, f- the fuel increase and uh, looking at our cars, how uh, we can actually be more fuel efficient. Also, going to be looking at roadworthiness and making your car ready for winter. Just after this. Should call the world is.
seems so very small Cause nothing even matters at all Seems nothing even matters Seems nothing even matters at all Nothing even matters Nothing even matters at all Your love is me from ten feet tall Without it, I go through withdrawal Cause nothing even matters at all Nothing even matters Nothing even matters at all Nothing even matters These buildings could drift out to sea Some natural catastrophe Still there's no place I'd rather be Cause nothing even matters to me See nothing even matters See nothing even matters to me Nothing even matters Nothing even matters to me I sometimes have a tendency to look at you religiously Cause nothing even matters to me Nothing even matters Nothing even matters to me Sit it on, baby, baby Now you won't find me at no store I had no time Manicures with you is never either Cause nothing even matters No more See nothing, it don't matter See nothing even matters No more Nothing even matters Nothing even matters no Now I'll change the score And make it to the final four that's my fault, my fault Cause nothing even matters No more Nothing even matters Nothing even matters Yeah.
Nothing Really Matters with Lauren Hill featuring D'Angelo. Now, uh, judging by how many people lined up on Wednesday when the fuel price increased, I think that they wouldn't agree that nothing really matters. The fuel price really matters. So we're going to be talking about uh, fuel efficiencies and how to basically, when you're looking at your car, how to save on fuel. Are there driving ways that you can do that? In studio, I've got Vuyi Mpofu, who is a motoring expert, Madam Driving in Heels herself. Vuyi, thank you so much uh, for joining us this evening on off the pitch my absolute pleasure thank you for having me it is great to have you in studio i think that you know it's not great circumstances because the first thing that we're going to be talking about is the 82 cents price hike (sighs) when it comes to fuel um when you're looking at fuel efficiencies are there really ways that you can save on fuel when you're driving yes absolutely you know what in south africa we've got how can i put it politely we've got into a bit of a bad habit in terms yes. of how we drive we drive very aggressively we drive very fast it's almost as if you know if you don't get to where you're going first you know you're going to you You've know lose out something absolutely yeah. there is no race and there are lots of things that we can do that basically help conserve fuel and that is a change of attitude the first thing that you need to do is slow down and I know that a lot of people are looking at their, their like radios and like, what? You know, because everybody's in a rush, particularly in Johannesburg. But yes, if you slow down, you're obviously going to use less fuel. Um, the other thing that we need to do is to make sure that your cars are uh, well-maintained. Okay. So taking your car in for a service on a regular basis is going to make sure that your car is in technological good health, mm-hmm. you know, or mechanical good health to make sure that, you know, it doesn't consume more fuel than it actually needs to consume. Here's the thing for all the ladies out there. Instead of carrying your entire wardrobe plus the kitchen sink and the roof of your house in your boot, you need to just make sure that you've got only the things that you need in your car. The more luggage you carry in your car, the more the engine has to work, work. to make sure that your car, you know, your engine propels your car forward. And that, of course, is going to make, uh, you know, use, make you use more fuel than you actually need to. Uh, just looking at, at, at particularly talking about Johannesburg, one of the issues that we do have is the stop start because we've got we've got we're standing in traffic, number one, on the mm-hmm. highways. And number two, we've got a lot of of robots where you basically go into first every single time when you pull off. (laughs) Do you use more fuel in the lower gears than in the higher gears? Uh, yes. And is there any way that you can overcome that or is that just... Here's you know? the thing. Your question is a bit like, you know, it's a, it's a little bit difficult to answer because when you're in a higher gear, as you're actually driving, you use less, less fuel. fuel yes. When you stop, you stopped. Yes. So um, what you want to do is immediately you take off, you want to get your car into the highest gear possible. Mm-hmm. As in, in an auto, your car will immediately do that. But in a manual, you want to make sure that you're actually changing up imme- uh, as soon as possible. You can actually get to fifth gear in six, at 60 k's per hour and I know a lot of people are going to raise their yes like you just, just, did. That. You just yes. did that yeah. you can actually you just change your gears quicker the way we're taught to drive and that's a completely different discussion about the whole K53 uh, uh, leadership is that you almost like drag the yeah, car you wait for when the red camper when, when it's it like 3,000 mm, my gosh you look for that 3,000 it's, it's dead at okay. that point it's dead you basically need to change up as quickly as you can and you can actually get to fifth gear at 60 k's per hour and just let the car you know move from there and do the work for you from there okay so we need to slow down but get into gear for higher gears faster yeah uh, don't look <laughs> at me like that you change up quickly okay but remember you're still at 60 k's per hour okay so slow down doesn't mean that you're driving any you know any faster exactly okay all right okay I, I'm, I'm with you on that now looking at also i think there's a lot of ways that you can be creative 
carpooling is one of those things that we could possibly do. That is do. one of those things that you can do, which we don't like to do as South Africans because we're so married to our cars. cars yes. You know, you, your car, your car brand, whatever it might be, is a sign of, you know, your achievement in life. Yes, <laughs> you've made it. You've made it in life. And you basically want to be the only person in the car. Okay, never mind the fact that, you know, passengers can be annoying let's be honest passengers do not necessarily have to they do oh gosh we do a whole tutorial on how to be a passenger all right because there are duties particularly if you're sitting in the front do not change the radio do not touch my radio do not touch my radio (laughs) just sit still because you're very passionate about i am very passionate that's why i'm a motoring journalist i'm very passionate about things like passengers (laughs) okay now looking at it's winter um, you know, and, and some of us like me drive a little golf who appar- apparently it's a classic car now. Um, <laughs> my little golf, uh, and things like, should I start the car to let it warm up? Because that's one of those things, you know, I was always taught when I was young, my dad said to me, you can't, you, you know, you, your car can't, you can't drive your car cold. cold. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Is that something? Is yeah. there not something? Is that just, a, you know? <laughs> yes, Lizette, um, specifically for you and your little, <laughs> and your little bloop. A little blue, blue golf. golf. Your golf one. Yes, you 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 do probably need to, you know, let it warm up a bit. You know, stuff some alasle. You need to last, you know, yes. let it warm up a, a bit. Warm. But um, newer cars, not so much. Okay. Having said that, uh, ladies and gents listening out there, just because you do not need to leave your car idling to warm it up, does not mean that you need to stomp on the accelerator to get it going. Still allow the car to basically warm up to its own temperature. Remember, there's a difference mm-hmm. between outside temperature, inside the car temperature, and engine temperature. And you just when we're talking about warming up the car, we're talking about engine temperature. So even though your car, you've just started it, two minutes before you started driving, it does not mean that it, it is at an optimal engine temperature for you to drive at 120 Ks. Okay. So allow the car to warm up as you are driving which negates what you've just been talking about in terms of leaving it running, running. for 10 minutes. Yeah. Now, and talking about, you know, temperature outside and temperature, engine temperature, one of the, the parts of your car that takes a lot of strain in winter is your car battery. Oh, yes. And the last thing that you want to do is to get outside and start your car and it gives you that sound. Can, like, I, can I challenge you to do it? No, no, please don't. <laughs> Okay, it does that makes that sound that you know just tells nothing's you that happening. nothing's happening. Yeah. You're going to be late. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to make sure that you look after your battery. This is a good time to make sure that you are taking that you take your car in and have the battery checked by a specialist, um, making sure that the uh, terminals are clean, which is one of the um, main causes of having um, battery problems because of all the, um, the build up. Yeah, okay, we can use that word. Um, making sure that it basically, you know, is clean around the terminals. Um, and that the water levels, you know, within mm-hmm. are are still, you know, at, at an optimal level to allow the battery to do the job that it's meant to do for your car. Another thing that I've noticed, and, and maybe this is just because, you know, I do drive a little golf, is that you need, it's getting darker earlier. So your lights are something that I think a lot of people don't actually make sure all their lights are working mm. on their vehicles, especially in winter. That's another very important thing. And I'm glad you raised that because the days are getting shorter, the nights are getting longer. Yes. So it's getting dark quicker than it does in summer. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure that your headlamps actually work. And how you basically do that, when you get home, you know, if you park in a garage, you, you're parking in front of a, a wall, wall, for instance. Mm-hmm. So you can basically see whether your lights are on or not. If not, if you're parking under a car park or whatever, you can get somebody to basically check for you. Make sure that your lights are on dim and that, you know, they are on bright as and when the driver requires that to be, you know, on. Um, you also want to make sure that your indicators are working, which is something and your that brake you want lights. to do. 
Yes, your indicators and your brake lights are working, which is something you're trying to do all the time. It's mm-hmm. not just a winter thing, but more so in winter because I drove behind somebody today who didn't have brake lights and he went through a stop sign. I saw, I thought he stopped, went through a stop sign, but he actually stopped apparently because when we got to the traffic light, he had to stop, yeah. but he didn't have brake lights. So I was still wondering whether or not he was going to stop. He stopped. He didn't have brake lights. Now at night when you can't see him, and you can't see his headlights because you're driving behind right. him. Yeah. You know, you might actually go into him. And that's obviously a dangerous thing. Windscreen wipers and, 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 and yes. the windscreen in particular. Do windscreens crack more in winter? If you put hot water on them <laughs> to get rid of the mist, oh. people okay. who drive golf do that. Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> people who drive. Don't um, throw shade on me and my golf, oh, please. We need to work with your golf. <laughs> yes, we love your little blue golf. Um, but yes, basically... People will, if you're parking like in a car park or outside or whatever the case might be, uh, when you get into your car in the morning, it's got a little bit of ice on it. And you think the ideal way to get rid of that ice is to put, you know, warm Warm water, hot water on it. You're basically basically reducing the strength of your windscreen. Um, And that will in time cause cracks, etc., which you don't want to have happening. So all you want to do is take something like, I don't know, your bank card, for instance, and scrape your, the ice off the windscreen in order to get rid of it. If you're driving a newer car, there's something called a demister. demister. I've seen women, okay, sorry ladies, but mostly women are basically driving around in the car and they're using a tissue or a hanky or a t-shirt or their sleeve and they're trying to basically get rid of all the mist that is built up in the car because the windows are closed. Uh, yeah, there is a little function. It's um, a little, it looks like a little fan. Yes wavy lines just press it just press that and yeah it'll sort itself out um just looking at our sms line when i stop at robots or at a stop sign must i change down gears or stop immediately um, so i think when they mean stop uh change down gears it's almost like you know when you're gliding oh towards almost, it when you're gliding towards it almost putting it in neutral changing down or is it just stop out of gear moving oh, to first i would just stop okay you stop, you know, and move into uh, neutral, you know, get your um, feet off the pedals and that kind of stuff, particularly if you're driving a manual, because having your foot on the clutch, one is going to burn it and two is going to build up an abnormally large calf muscle in one leg, which you don't <laughs> want to do. And then when you're taking off, you basically, you know, um, put the car back into gear and go. Yeah, I, I don't have an unusually <laughs> big calf muscle. I'll check. Hold on, listeners. Hold on. But let me just look under the table. Hold on. I am one of those people, though, that do tend to I, I I don't pull up my handbrake I, I, I'm oh, declaring yeah, okay. now and I kind of use my clutch and my petrol mm. which is not great for petrol and for fuel efficiency because I'm, I'm using a lot more petrol but is it bad for the car I mean generally speaking I would prefer that you use your handbrake but may I ask why you don't use it I, I just don't it's just habit it's just really mm. a bad habit Okay, I would prefer that you do. But from a from a from a job driving around Joburg point of view, it might be from a security point of view because you need to let that handbrake down quickly, quickly. in order to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's it's basically something that you need to use at your discretion. I would prefer that you did when you can, um, but I do understand why you don't. Thank you. It's been time has flown by. Those fifteen minutes oh went by gosh, really, really, really quickly. Yes, um, that was Voye Mpofu, our motoring expert, chatting to us about fuel efficiency as well as about getting your car ready for winter. Um, it's been a great two hours on off the pitch between seven and nine. If you just tuned in, you're too late. You've missed it. It's we are done and dusted. Um, I want to say thank you very much to the team, Sylvester. To, uh, I almost said Tebza. I'm going to call you Tebza. Tebocho, as well as Matapelo. You guys have been great. It's nine o'clock, which means that it's time for the news.
SABC News, independent and impartial. Retired judge speaks on land expropriation and conversion of ANC conference. Good evening. Retired Judge Albi Sachs says the section of the Constitution dealing with land is still subject to Section 36, which makes provision for limitation of the Bill of Rights. He was answering questions from MPs on the Joint Constitutional Review Committee during a discussion on expropriation of land without compensation held at Parliament. It's the Section 36 I think is important for South Africa. If you give state people carte blanche to seize property, the temptations are always there. It's very, very dangerous. So you do need controls, you do need criteria, and the criteria must be such as to benefit those most dispossessed, not benefit those who are the richest, which you get in other African countries that we lived in. The organisers of the ANC's KwaZulu-Natal elective conference, which has been halted by a court challenge, have decided to convert it into a consultative conference. The elective conference was stopped when a group of disgruntled ANC members won an urgent High Court interdict. They cited irregularities within the party's Moses Mobida region in Durban. The court case will resume on July 7th. One of the successful applicants is Sia Bonga This is an embarrassment to the ANC because we have raised these issues internally to say there were irregularities that took place when they were preparing the BGMs towards the regional conference as well as the provincial congress. We have raised this with the leadership at the regional level as well as provincial and national to say there are so many issues and challenges that need to be attended to before we go to a conference. Why do we rush to a conference where there are so many issues? Firstly, there is an issue of political killings that is happening in this region, as well as the issue of the gatekeeping. The Gauteng Education Department has confirmed that all six educators from Parktown Boys High School in Johannesburg are accused of racism, partaking in sexual acts and the use of drugs at school are no longer working at the school. This follows several reports indicating that some of the teachers accused of misconduct were still teaching. Education MEC Panyasa Lasufi. Well, it's unfortunate because uh, we had six teachers that were implicated. Two teachers resigned immediately during the investigation, and two other teachers resigned recently when we finalized the investigations. And the remaining two, we took a decision to transfer them to a district office. So we don't think that there are teachers that are there that are still under investigation. The International Criminal Court has overturned the conviction for war crimes and crimes against humanity of the former DRC Vice President, Jean-Pierre Bemba. He was found guilty in 2016 of crimes committed in neighboring Central African Republic. The BBC's Anna Holligan reports. Such were the cheers from Jean-Pierre Bemba's friends and family in the public gallery the judge had to ask staff to restore order. The acquittal was based on two grounds of appeal. The judges agreed that the conviction exceeded the crimes and that Mr Bemba should not have been held liable as a remote commander for the crimes committed by his troops deployed to a foreign country. South African scientists have confirmed that they've discovered two fossils of prehistoric amphibians that challenge the existing understanding of the evolution of life from water to land. The four-legged creatures, described as a cross between a crocodile and a fish, existed 360 million years ago.